Hashiokyo, our Sailor Moon podcast. I'm Kim. And I'm Isha. And in this episode, we'll be talking about Shibiusa, aka Sailor Chibi Moon, aka Princess Small Lady Serenity, in Sailor Moon R and the Black Moon arc. Yep, this is the arc she gets introduced in. And she's here for three seasons. I mean, I guess technically four, because she does show up at the very end of Stars. Mm. But she's not important. <laughs> <laughs> but she's just there. She's just there. She she shows up at the end because uh, stuff happens. And she's like, I think I need to travel back in time. <laughs> yeah, she's very, um, she was very popular in Japan. Less popular in America. She was hated in America. Yeah. Like, I think you're the only person that I've met as an American fan. Who loves Chibiusa? Every other American Sailor Moon fan I've met is like, oh, these are my favorite senshi. And then they'll add in, and I hate Mini Moon or Chibi Moon. You know, after rewatching uh, this season, I understand. I, I was lucky enough to be introduced to her via the manga. But, mm-hmm. but yeah, these, she's. Everybody is pretty awful in this season. <laughs> yeah, and like. So she's much worse in the original Deke dub. Yeah. Like, they made her... Like, I don't know why the Deke, the original Deke dub, like, made everybody more shrill and meaner. I I think... But they did. Uh, yeah. Yeah, they did, and they really didn't need to, because, like, they really were just really mean in this season without any help. Yeah, everyone was kind of nasty without having to add anything to it. Yeah. But... Yeah, yeah. I like Chibiusa because, like you, my introduction to her was also through the manga. Mm-hmm. So um, the first time I ever saw Chibi Moon was, I think we've discussed this before, where uh, I saw her on the, the sparkly sticker cards. Yeah, that's... Yeah. That, yeah, that was... Uh... So it's just like, I don't, I have no preconceived notions about who you are as a character. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I had the same introduction was that in the manga. There was like a little girl in my school who would sell the card, who like sold me a bunch of the cards. Like she yeah. wouldn't go out selling the cards. She had like a bunch of them and I was like, I want these. And she's like, I'll sell them to you. It's like, I will buy them. What do you want? <laughs> mm-hmm. Name your price. Yeah, yeah. Money is no object. I bought like all of her cards and she's probably like, whatever, I've got like twice as many at home, you know? <laughs> Mm-hmm. I got a big fat stack like, of them. Right, it's a great way to offload the doubles that you have. Right, right. It's like the random girl at school. <laughs> yeah, and she was pink, and that's my favorite color. I, I couldn't not love her. So, anyway, we're going to kind of roll it back. So we did uh, Usagi and Mamori already, and we're going to do for Chibiusa what we did for Usagi and Mamori and the Five Senshi last season which is to kind of go over their base stats. So Chibiusa, full name is actually Princess Usagi, like in quotation marks, small lady Serenity. Um, and she takes on the Tsukino last name. It's a, it's a matrilineal line rather than a patrilineal line. So she doesn't take her father's name at all. Um, which fun fact in Japan, um, usually a woman marries into the man's family but if um, a family only has daughters, 
then if a man marrying into that family can change his name to match that family name. I think that's pretty that's cool. That's just a cultural thing. Yeah, it's just a cultural thing in Japan. Yeah. I wish that was more common, like, here. Um, I have a lot of issues with um the standard European naming convention <laughs> and how uh, every country in the world has to conform to that mm -hmm. because um, of forms. And it's crap, but I'm not going to get into that. So okay. <laughs> we're going to move on. Um, so Chibiusa is from 30th century Earth. She's a princess of Earth. She is the daughter of Neo-Queen Serenity and King Endymion in the year 3000, which is wild. Well, probably not the year 3000, probably like 2990 or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, Shabise is a 90s kid. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Uh, her birthday is the same as her mother's, so so June 30th, and she's also blood type O negative. So, as a Cancer, which is the June 30th birthday, that is the astrology sign ruled by the moon. Mm -hmm. Cancers are known to be very emotional, which is a common, uh, yeah, common trope is them crying at everything. Um, it's symbolized by the crab. Uh, which means, like, a hard exterior, soft and squishy interior. They value romance, want a loving family, are, lo lo are loyal friends. It's a cardinal water sign, so as a leader among the emotional water tribe. Yeah, and, um, and I think I've mentioned before that I read tarot, uh, water, when you see it in the tarot deck, also represents emotions, so... That running theme. And then with the kind of <laughs> Japanese blood type theory, uh, type O people are leaders who are good at communicating feelings and opinions. Um, that's definitely a thing that Chibiusa kind of has when with her opinions. She's not very good in this arc about feelings in both the manga and the anime. But it's also, like, she's a, trauma. She's, so. she's also, like, kindergartner age. Yeah. She's maybe, like, seven or eight in, like, physical appearance. Yeah. And and we kind of so. see that her physical appearance correlates with her emotional age. Yeah. So we'll get to that um, when we talk about the differences in the manga versus the anime. Um, but... Yeah, she physically stopped aging, even though she's like 900 years old. She physically stopped aging um, and hasn't really progressed past that. Nobody could figure out why. Can you imagine how much like future Ami was like, I don't know what's wrong with your child. Right. <laughs> that would be so bizarre, especially like. They're in a world where people's lives are super prolonged, like, disease is virtually gone. It's it's basically Earth becomes a utopia, but then her daughter randomly has maybe some disorder or some situation that she doesn't age and they have no idea why. Like, that's, yeah. that's tricky. You know, like, what do you do in that situation? And it's 900 years of that. It's very weird. Yeah. Which is why I guess... 
I understand a little bit more why the anime is like, we're not going to do that. Yeah. Earth went into a second ice age. Right. <laughs> for, for 900 years, and then everybody got better because Neo Queen Serenity woke up. I don't know. Yeah. They're like, we'll put a pin in that. <laughs> yeah. Again, I just want to point out that, like, Sailor Moon R was perhaps not that well plotted out. No. You know, because it was a very much like, oh, wow, people really love your story. You have to write more. And the Kotaki Ichi being like, I don't know what to do with that information. Yeah. <laughs> at least she put... Because I think her... Oh, I was going to say, at least she put the future so far ahead of the future that we couldn't catch up. This is true. And we learn nothing about the 30th century. Yeah. We don't know anything. Except that there's crystals everywhere. You know, so she's like, absolutely, we're not spending any time here. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that's great. But uh, it's definitely just like, uh, yeah, this is what I'm doing, I guess. <laughs> so, because <laughs> uh, Naoko Takeuchi's, like, longest project before that was the Cherry Project. Mm-hmm. And I think that only had, like, four manga volumes. Oh, really? Yeah, and I think that's, like, the original, like, Tankoban size, so that would be, like, three volumes for, like, the modern English adaptation for Sailor Moon. So, she, like, her longer stories were still pretty short. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. So, it's just, like, can you imagine going from, like, a shorter but fully plotted out series to, like, every time you're, like, okay, we're finished now then, right? And then being, like, no. (laughs) But we want more, though. Sorry, it's more. Too, sorry, more. It's too profitable. We need more. Uh huh. Uh, I think this is why she kills everybody in stars because she's like, I'm done. Everybody dies. Right, right. <laughs> I don't want to do this anymore. You can't make me. She pu- um, she tried to pull a Sherlock Holmes. It didn't work for her either. I mean, it did. <laughs> <laughs> I think because um, Japanese people aren't going to write her letters demanding she write more. Right. So she has that cultural advantage of a society of introverts. (laughs) Problem is when the Americans get involved. No. Here's the thing. We don't know how to mail things outside of the U.S. That's true. (laughs) Just like, I'm sorry, you want me to pay international postage? That's illegal. Why does it cost so much? Because you're sending it really far, but I don't wanna. It's like, why are their addresses written so weird? And it's like, because other people have different address conventions. Yeah. <laughs> right? Anyway. I would like to imagine just like, <laughs> can you imagine like a bunch of Americans writing to Nakayoshi like five or six years after it was finished running, being like, I want more. And Nakayoshi and Toei being like, dude, this finished, like, five years ago. Right. (laughs) I can't help you with this. If they're going to listen to the Americans, they would have done a lot more by now. We would have gotten a lot more merch by now. I mean, they don't even listen to the Europeans, which is just, maybe what we need is a lot of Parisian Sailor Moon fans to, like, harass Toei, because Japan, like, really loves Paris for some reason, like, a lot, like... (laughs) It's a it's a big thing. People have really high expectations of, of Paris and like the Japanese embassy. There's a thing called Paris syndrome 
where um, a Japanese person visits Paris for the first time and like the reality of Paris doesn't match their fantasy. So they basically have an existential crisis and like have a mental breakdown. Yeah, I've, I've heard of that. Yeah, they're sent to the Japanese embassy to be repatriated because uh, they can't handle the reality of Paris. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. This is a really strange and long tangent when we're supposed to be talking about Chibiusa. Oh, yeah. But... <laughs> Chibiusa. Here's the commonalities between the anime and the manga. She's immature, silly, tr- but traumatized, and she wants help. She's looking for help, but she doesn't know how to ask for and it. And she comes from the future. And she comes from the future. In both the manga and the anime, she admires Mamoru and just, like, completely talks shit to Usagi's face. Yeah. They didn't have the best introduction. No, that's fair. But, like, she's really antagonistic towards Usagi, even though she's, like, literally living in her house. Yeah. Um, Less so in the manga, she's not as antagonistic. In the anime, it's just, like, every single day she's fighting this woman. (laughs) I feel like like in the manga, they have a lot more of the big sister-little sister dynamic. Um, There's a lot more love in it, you know? (laughs) There's agitation, but yeah. Yeah, there's not as much time in the manga for, like, Chibiusa to do much. Like, the biggest, worst thing that Chibiusa does in the manga, aside from turning into Black Lady, is stealing her brooch at a pivotal moment. Yeah. But other than that, she mostly just kind of keeps quiet and just sort of watches um, and, like, goes to school and has, like, a normal life for the most part. Yeah. She doesn't have any powers or abilities um in both the manga and the anime and this makes people in the future in addition to her like not aging or whatever like this makes people who she's supposed to like eventually become the queen of think she's not the real princess or heir Mm -hmm. which uh, i mean she's she's a carbon copy of her mother so yeah (laughs) it's just like uh they're the same person right She's the same person except this one's pinker. Yeah. Um, They both have, like, really strong sweet tooths. This is the thing that I love about both Isagi and Chibiusa is that they're united in their love of sweets. Yes. Yeah, it's really cute. Yeah. Uh, her She only has two friends, but only one friend in the anime. Her only friend is Pluto. Mm-hmm. In both the manga and the anime. In the manga, she has Diana as well. But, like, in in the anime, it's just Chibiusa and Pluto. And we don't get any Pluto in the anime. Yeah, Pluto is... I Like, when I saw it, I was thinking, like, why did they even bother adding her? She doesn't do anything in this version. She's just there for a second. Yeah, we'll talk more about Pluto in the Senshi episode because yeah. there's just not enough material to have individual Senshi episodes. Yeah. There's just not. Um, so, all six of them. Yeah. <laughs> so not six, but all five of them, the the Inners and Pluto, right. are going to go into one mega episode. But of course, back to the commonalities. Yeah. Sorry? Oh, I was going to say, but she Pluto for some reason does talk to her through Luna P. Yeah, but not often. Yeah. And and for no good reason. <laughs> it's just 
it's a lot of like you guys made choices here and i don't know why you yeah luna p is and another it's been thing. so long yeah luna p is another thing they both have in common though yes which is a really cool I item love, i love luna p luna p is like the best senshi like accessory yeah um it's kind of like an upgraded version of the disguise pin it mm-hmm. turns into various objects, which we've talked about in the episodes of how it comes into play. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I also love how, like, Luna P just floats around all of Tokyo and absolutely nobody notices. Right. It Like, nobody's just like, that's weird. <laughs> right. Everyone accepts Luna P right off the bat. They, they live in Japan, so maybe they just accept some kind of um, toy or technology they're not familiar with yet. I mean, maybe. Japan is also, like, really, it's very, Japan and electronics is very funny because, like, a lot of cutting-edge electronics will come out of Japan, but, like, on the whole, especially, like, in office situations, they don't adopt newer electronics. Yeah. They still run They will not accept machines. an email attachment. Yeah, they won't accept an email attachment instead of a fax. You have to send a fax. Yeah, that blows my mind. That would drive me nuts. It's like, don't make me use a fax machine, please. I hate them. <laughs> um, fax machines are the only thing where it doesn't matter how many times I try or, like, different brands or whatever. Fax machines just don't work for me. <laughs> I'm afraid of them, and they sense it. <laughs> They're annoying, and they suck. I mean, there's a lot of, like, basic things about her that's in common between the anime and the manga. Um, but... She's definitely, I don't know, I think she's cuter in the manga overall. She is a lot cuter in the manga. But I, yeah, um, I think that's, like you said, she's she's so, um, like, confrontational in the anime. So We spend a lot more time with Chibis in the anime than we do in the manga. In the manga, there's a lot more focus on Isagi, Isagi's feelings. Yeah, um, she's the main character. Yeah, she is the main character, but it's definitely just, like, her feeling really insecure, and so Chibiusa is the catalyst for that. Yeah. You know, so several times in the manga, Usagi will blame Chibiusa, and, like, she has a point. Like, all this did kind of start when Chibiusa showed up, but um, it's not Chibiusa's fault. Yeah. And I love that, (laughs) like I said in the Mamoru episode, where his the bedtime stories for his daughter are of his wife. Yeah, that's adorable. <laughs> you know, and that these stories were so important to her that she is like the only person who can save my mom is my mom. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But in kind of like a weird <laughs> backwards way. Right. And then I think she gets a little bit disillusioned. Um, I don't think they make that explicit though. You know, because she comes back to see her mom, and her mom is this, Mm -hmm. you know, airheaded teenager. Yeah. Who's not much older than she is physically. Yeah. When you think about it. Yeah. So I did incorrectly state in a previous episode that Chibiusa is, like, the manga says Chibiusa is, like, 10. Uh The manga never says that. (laughs) I don't know why I thought that. They don't list an age, right? No. They don't list an age, because... After, so when she becomes Sailor Chibi Moon, she physically seems to age a little bit more. So she looks 
older. Yeah, she... And then, like, as the series continues, she grows. Like, the rest of her is catching up. Yeah. She becomes... She she reaches, like, a tween. You start to see her, um, Mm -hmm. develop. Like, by the end of the series, she looks almost the same age uh, Usagi was at the beginning of the series. Yeah, when you see her at the end of Stars, when she's in the future, she looks like she's the age Usagi was. Yeah. Yeah. But... It's... She's she's very much like Usagi, but she's also very much like her dad in that she's more serious and more introverted. Yeah. You know? I think like she's definitely a more guarded character. And like some of that is because, you know, trauma. People tell her that she's not the real princess. Right. But I think some of it is also just like being her father's child. Yeah. I think she's definitely a lot more that that could be one of the reasons why she's so much more quiet in the manga is she she is um a little bit more like him and he tends to be more quiet like mm-hmm. he has very few friends himself even though he's so popular you know yeah like they do I do like the relationship between Chibiisa and Mamoru because it's a very like quiet understated love like you know how like people who are very similar clash more often because they're so similar. Mm -hmm. Um, I think in that way, uh, in the way that they're dissimilar, allows them to get along with each other. Mm. Like, Chibiusa doesn't have to fight for attention, I think, with Mamoru. Yeah. He's just like, hello, my child. Yeah. (laughs) Even when he doesn't know she's his child, he's just like, I will take care of you. The anime... You are lost, like me! Yeah. The manga, it makes a little more sense the way she connects to him. Uh, Mm -hmm. The the anime is a lot more confusing because in the manga, Shibuya knows who her parents are. And she knows that Usagi is Sailor Moon. But in the anime, they do this weird thing where she comes to the past and she seeks out Usagi... But then later, it's almost like they quietly retcon that so that they can have a moment mm-hmm. where it's revealed to her that Isagi is Sailor Moon. And it's like... And all her friends are the senshi. Yeah, that was so weird. It it just... Especially since, like, the first five episodes, she's literally trying to steal the Ginsuisha from Isagi. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, wait, you were looking for her. You were looking for... did it, And they didn't do anything narratively to try to... Um, make up for that like you didn't have like a moment where a character is like you must go to the past and find Usagi Tsukino she will have the crystal what who who is that it's like well she's got your exact same name so maybe it's so yeah you can't even argue that because it's literally her name like it's also like she also says it like when she arrives you know it's just like like I'm Usagi Tsukino she's like I'm Usagi Tsukino so it's just like, okay, you know that this is your mom, then, <laughs> because you know you have your mom's name. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's all very confusing. It, it's a very strange choice, and it really throws off the pacing of a lot of the episodes. They wanted to have, like, those, oh my god, moments, but, like, they don't work. It's it's more like, the are you, it's, there's an oh my god, but it's like an oh my god, are you kidding me? <laughs> you know? yeah. Like, what? <laughs> what? Watching that for the podcast, I'm just like, oh my gosh, I think I might have slid off the couch onto the floor. <laughs> I was just done. <laughs> I was just like, 
really? Really? You're going to be like, I can't believe they're the senshi, like, while you hide in a closet, like, while you're being hidden in a closet. Like, yeah. you know they're the senshi. Like, you've been with them for, like, 20 episodes now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you came specifically to find these people. It's like, haven't they rescued you, like, half a dozen times by now? Oh, they just happen to be there. Anytime I get in trouble, these girls who look identical to um my friends just happen to show up and save me right and i know it's like it's senshi magic we can't explain why nobody recognizes them in in well disguise. but still i mean i can't imagine that the senshi are constantly in their senshi outfits 24 7 yeah <laughs> you know it's just kind of like i don't really have any protecting to do like you're telling me sailor venus isn't rocking several different fashions a day right and we know the future versions of them <laughs> look exactly the same except they wear lipstick yes that's how you know that they're an adult that's how you know they're older they got lipstick now that's it's it's a big deal this is how we show that like the the outer senshi are adults because lipstick shows up on their mouths you graduate from milk gloss to lipstick it's how you know you're a woman <laughs> <laughs> I remember my mom was, like, really against me wearing, like, lip smackers when I was, like, 12. And I'm like, I don't understand. It's like, they're cute. They smell good. And my lips they're, are chapped. Right? Like, they're, they weren't even tinted. I don't think she even understood why she was telling me not to wear lip smackers. No. I was just like, this is, I just want my lips to taste like strawberry. Yeah, I remember my mom asking me, like, why do you want something that's flavored? And it's like... Because it tastes good, you know? <laughs> but I I, right? I, think, I think my mom's moral outrage, well, it wasn't like a moral outrage. She, she inquired, you know, what my intentions were. But mm -hmm. I think the scandalous idea behind it was that you want flavored lip balm so that when a boy's kissing you, you're flavored. It's like, no, I want to taste it, you know? <laughs> It's like, no, I I want to know that this is what my lip gloss tastes like. Yeah, it smells nice. It's like, mmm, pink lemonade. And your lips are right below your nose, so sometimes you can smell your own lip gloss. Yeah, yeah, and it's better than it tastes And that's nice. Like, I'd rather have lip gloss that tastes like uh, lemon than, like, petroleum. So, like, mm -hmm. what's, the, what's the issue here? I was always disappointed by chapstick because I'm like, ah, smells so good, and I'm like... Tastes no good. Why? Because yeah, they, they didn't pick up what, what Lip Smackers had started. But mm -hmm. again, we're, we're totally off topic. We're, we're, we're both channeling my ADD today. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, Chibi Yusa would definitely have like a 12 pack of different Lip Smackers. Oh yeah, no doubt. All of them pink. And she and Usagi would have like similar but different Lip Smacker sets and they would fight over them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 100%. Definitely. They'd get them like, mixed up. If they had any of the same ones, they'd get them mixed up. Oh, yeah. They'd be mixing up, like, the pinks and the reds all of the time. Yeah. And, like, you know Chibiusa will be like, grape is mine. Right. Like, you can't wear grape. Why? Don't know. And Usagi's got the strawberry. Usagi's like, strawberry, cherry. Then one day she tries Dr. Pepper lip smackers and she's like, God damn. <laughs> <laughs> I had that Who one too. Knew? I don't think they have Dr. Pepper in Japan, but I don't know. Well. 
I'm going to Google it later. Okay. It's fun. Huh. Um, I do like, in the manga, like I said before, she has two friends, Pluto and Diana. And so uh, I have a lot of beef now with Chibiusa, which is like, if one of your friends is Diana, a tiny gray kitten that can talk to you, you don't need friends. That's true. That's true. <laughs> Diana is super cute. I would only be hanging out with Diana. I mean, I guess, like, after... We don't know that Diana is also, like, 900 years old, so, like, maybe, you know, 900 years of general isolation and only hanging out with your mom and her best friends um, <laughs> does kind of wear on you. Yeah. Uh, true. Yeah, I don't know. I, 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 don't, I don't understand why she's quite so ostracized, but, yeah, by the time she rolls around, she's she's been going through some crap. <laughs> yeah. And... It's one of those things where, like, I guess I'm not certain why that happens, but I guess, you know, we the concept of living that long just is beyond us. Yeah. You know? So we can't really understand how that would feel. Yeah. Um, especially, like, being stuck in one stage of development for years and years and years. Yeah, and, and they don't really and go... watching other people change, you know. Uh-huh. And they don't really go into so. detail on, on that whole thing anyways, you know. Um, like you said, I, I feel like um, um, Taku, Takeuchi-sensei, she had to just keep writing, you know. So some of these mm-hmm. little details, um, I don't think she hashed out, <laughs> You know, like the whole, yeah. like the ramifications of all of that. It wasn't really the point. The mm-hmm. point is, she's a little girl. She doesn't feel like she fits in. And I, I feel like they, they, and all of a sudden she has to be a hero and, and save her family. Um, and right. I, I feel like they definitely achieve that better in the manga than the anime. Um, especially because in the anime, when she comes in, she's not so in the know. It's very confusing. It's yeah. very confusing as to why she doesn't quite know what her mi- her mission is. Um, yeah, there's really a disconnect with what the anime is trying to make her be. Like, they can't figure out if she's tragic and traumatized or if she's a stupid, spoiled brat. Yeah. Like, and they won't. There are moments where I feel really bad for Chibiusa, and then it's almost immediately erased by her absolutely heinous behavior yeah yeah and like even for a little kid like you think you'd be a little bit more appreciative to the people who are actively trying to help you but she's really just not like she she gets along with the senshi okay like she picks favorites like she she loves um ray she loves ami and she loves mamaru and um she could care less about anybody else. Yeah, it's really... I don't understand what they were trying to do with Chibiusa. I don't think they understood what they were trying to do with Chibiusa. Yeah. Because they because they didn't do the whole, like, she's actually 900 years old, just looks like a seven-year-old. They're like, no, 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 she's like seven for sure. Yeah. Or something like that. She's very young. She's like a first grader. Yeah. Um. But... You know, they're like, she traveled back in time to save her mom, but, like, doesn't <laughs> do anything to to kind of generate that. Yeah. 
it's it's very it's very weird. There's a lot of like chitty to just kind of like sitting back and and doing nothing and then crying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, chitty uh, in a nutshell. I do like though that in the anime they had powers for her manifest to kind of show us like no she does have ability and power yeah she just has no control over it it's like usagi linked to her emotions yeah and they they only pop out when she's distressed and are absolutely useless because all they do is attract the enemy to her yeah literally that's all it does she makes a massive beam of light it's like oh okay this is the come find me beacon, I guess. <laughs> mm-hmm. I wonder how like everybody in like the Juban district is like, huh, I guess there's another light show. They're like, and they just like moves on with their lives. <laughs> those, those darn kids with their Pokemon and their solar beam. There was no Pokemon then. I'm going to pretend like there is. <laughs> there absolutely wasn't. It would be they would be talking about Gundams. They'd be talking about these kids and their Gundams and their lasers. That's fun too. Gundams yeah. Gundams don't go out of style. It's funny how like Chibiusa is generally better at doing most things than Usagi. Like not well. Yeah. But like the kind of homemaker things generally Chibiusa is better at it than Usagi is. Yeah. Like she can um, she can make a competent meal. Mm-hmm. Um, all everybody likes her except for Usagi in the anime. Yeah, like even the cats like Chibiusa. Yeah, yeah, and in the anime, so in the manga, everybody is nice to her, but everybody is wary of her. Like they're still kind of like, mm-hmm. okay, I don't think she's the enemy at this point, but we still can't rule that out. It, you know, but in the anime, everybody's like, oh, she's just a cute little girl. You know. And just mm-hmm. act like it's normal. Act like this is all normal. And she's a friend. And Usagi is ridiculous have, for having an issue with her. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's really weird. And, you know, in the manga, she doesn't try to... She loves Mamoru. And, like, yeah, we have, like, the whole Electra complex of, like, her as Black Lady. But, um... In the anime, she's she like really gloms on to Mamoru. And it does kind of remind me about like when I was a kid and like my brothers were kids, we'd be like, When I grow up, I'm gonna marry you, mom, you know, that kind oh, yeah. of thing. Yeah. To show it's just like marriage just means you love somebody a lot. Right. Um <laughs> You know, so like that's kind of understandable small kid behavior, but she takes it to a whole nother level and like does try to keep Usagi and Mamoru apart. Yeah, yeah. In the in the anime, they really like having a romantic rival for Usagi. Every season, they gotta have somebody. And I, I think it's really disconcerting that they decided, yeah, yeah, this little child that is their future daughter, she can fill this role now. It's, I don't. <laughs> it's like, bring back... Bring it's back so Anne. weird. Bring back Anne. At least she was fun. God, she was fun. Did they make sense? No, but they were fun. <laughs> I mean, I'm very thankful that in S and Super S, they kind of dropped the whole, like, Isaki has a romantic rival. <laughs> yeah, it's exhausting. Like, yeah, we don't need to have this. They're, this is fine. This is fine. Yeah. 
I do, I think, well, in Super S, like, Fisheye tries to get Mamoru. Mamoru is just like, I don't understand what's happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But those those <laughs> characters, those three, those three characters are hitting on everybody. It's not, it's not a targeted. No, Fish, no, Fisheye, like, does go does after he? Mamoru. Oh, okay. Yeah. Fisheye, like, fully falls for Mamoru. Okay. Mamoru is just like, hello, nice person. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy which is which is exactly what they should have done in R which is just like Mamoru being insecure about his relationship with Isagi and not being good enough instead of like we cannot be <laughs> completely failing like his future self's mission I can't I or, can't even and it's there's only like one point where Chibiusa kind of like at one point Chibiusa wants Rei to cook the curry with them with her for her school thing. Mm-hmm. Um, because, like, Usagi dropped out, backed out for whatever reason. Listened to a past episode. And so, like, and Ray was like, this doesn't feel right and I have to leave. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the one time, like, finally they're letting Ray be an actual friend. Be like, this is uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. This isn't right. Yeah. It's. It was weird. Chibi says, like, I'd rather have you with Mamoru. And it's like, then you wouldn't exist. Right. Right. <laughs> but, you and- know, and, like, it would be fine if it was somebody else saying that. But, like, Chibi should know who her parents are. Yeah, it's like, maybe that's that's one reason they're like, oh, shoot. Maybe we should just pretend like she didn't know it was them. You know? It's like, but, again, like, the chapter where she's introduced is, like, scene by scene what they how they introduce her in the anime like it's not it's barely any different yeah except like in the anime instead of like flowers shooting out of the gun it's a water gun you know like that's the only difference Mm -hmm. with her introduction so it's just really (laughs) weird i will say though that in both the anime and the manga she turns evil real easy (laughs) yeah well, she is a child, so like I, I don't feel like it'd be too hard to manipulate a child. I guess, but it was real fast. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, no hesitation, just, I'm lost, and nobody loves me, and now I'm evil. Right. Like, stranger danger, Chibiusa. <laughs> yeah, it sounds about right. No. <laughs> it's like, what are you doing? Like, she turns really easily, and, like, in the anime... Like, Wiseman is very, ob- like, in both the manga and the anime, Wiseman, like, once he, like, fully reveals himself, is like, no, I want to destroy all of creation um, and use Black Lady for that. Black Lady does not oppose that at all. Well, you Black know, like, Lady's not in control. Demand and Sapphire. Yeah, she, she's she's not in control of herself. She's, she's, this is my control stuff. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Weird. I mean, like, she's, it's. It's a corruption of, like, what she wants, because, like, later on in the series, like, we see that what she wants to be is, like, a beautiful, accomplished lady. Yeah. You know, she doesn't want to be small lady, she wants to be a lady. A grown-up lady. Um, mm-hmm. With legs Which, longer I- than her, the rest of her body. Like the other senshi. Oh. <laughs> they have, like, freaking Rapunzel hair. Only Ami has- Ami and Mako have sensible hair. Yeah. And that's it. Everybody else just has, like, 
bonkers hair. <laughs> yeah, I always love Ami's hair. Chavisa has the longest, most bonkers hair. It's amazing. I do like, though, I I do like the way her uh, bunny dongle look with the long yeah. pigtails. It's cute. Black Lady, visually, is amazing. Oh, yeah. She's got an awesome design. Like, you could wear her outfit, like, without a wig, and you could go to, like, a nice formal party. Oh, yeah. And no one would be like, that's a cosplay. No. Nope. That's, it's, that came straight off the runway. Right. For sure. It's great. I love the thigh-high slit. I love, like, the sheer, like, like overlay with the sheer puff sleeves. Like, mm-hmm. it's just such a look. It's so good. I'm like, okay, Wiseman is trash, but he's got great fashion taste. Right. Like, Wiseman is like, I'm not just going to, like, make you older. I'm also going to make sure you're a bombshell. Right, right. Like, he's like, she's got to look. I don't know. That makes him that much more of a creep now that I think about it. It does. But I feel like all of Black Moon was, like, was except for, like, Rubius, who was wearing camo. I think everybody else was outfitted pretty elegantly yeah rubius's outfit was so just get with the program buddy everybody else is fabulous what are you doing i mean i love it though i love like the understated simplicity of it of just like i'm a foot soldier like i don't need to dress up like the mom and say i'm a prince when i'm not it was underwhelming i disapprove (laughs) (laughs) i don't come here for that it's so funny how like a nothing person rubius is in the book (laughs) yeah he is that's why you got a nothing outfit. He's so big in the anime, and he doesn't exist in the world. Right. Oh, but with Black Lady, um, uh, she definitely had a bigger presence. I feel like she had a bigger presence in the anime, even though mm-hmm. I feel like narratively she did more in the manga somehow. Mm-hmm. Like, she was around for longer in the anime, but I, I still feel like they didn't know what to do with her. She like a she would appear and the characters would be like, Shibiusa, don't do this. And she'd be like, Don't talk to me and they, then she's gone again. Yeah. They really shot themselves in the foot by killing Esmeralda before having Black Lady. Yeah. I think that would have been a really great interaction. Yeah, because that's such a cool moment in the manga. It's like the mm-hmm. evil queen. We so. will have one, but it's not you. That was pretty great well that was in the anime was that like what what was the art yeah that was you're right what did they do in the manga in the manga she dies okay (laughs) and she gets killed by the senshi um i think it would have been interesting to have black lady have another evil lady as a foil yeah you know because Demond doesn't do anything. <laughs> no, he really doesn't do anything except be a creeper. It's a lot of like black lady showing up and just like being mean, but like in a really ineffectual way. She's much more venomous in the manga. Like I feel that she's more that she's evil in the manga, and in the anime, it felt more like a playground bully. <laughs> Yeah, and again, I really felt like she just kind of showed up and everybody's like, you know, be yourself, it's okay, we love you, you know, and it's just like, that was all of it. That was all their interactions. Yeah. It's like, this can't be you, it's... (sighs) And then they do, they do it more than once. They do, they do that little song and dance for once. 
I don't remember how many episodes she's Black Lady. I didn't write it down. Yeah. But it's not for that many episodes. Like I said uh, in her, one of our previous episodes that there were only like 28 episodes of this season actually dedicated to Black Moon. Mm-hmm. And like less than half of that was in the future. Yeah. So. I feel like they really only have a couple interactions with Black Lady before she tur- turns back. Yeah. It's really not that many. I will say that I will say that I do like that they try to turn they try to purify Black Lady mm-hmm. in the anime. They don't try that in the manga. <laughs> They're just like shit. <laughs> now what do we do? Don't you have a power for that? But this is <laughs> Yeah, but this is like where I get really mad at the anime because because the manga she breaks out of it herself. Mm-hmm. Whereas in the anime, like, it's still, it's Usagi and Mamori who get her out of it. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Like, like in the manga, it has the three of them combine their powers to defeat Wiseman, which is great, and it's kind of like that in the anime. I mean, and in the anime, it's just Usagi and Shibiusa. But it's just like, no, this is why you need Pluto, <laughs> because that's what breaks her out of it. It's like, her first and best friend dying in front of her like has her throw off like the shackles of evil and reclaim her place as princess of earth as like the heir of neo queen serenity and we get the crescent moon showing up on her forehead and she becomes chibi moon she doesn't become chibi moon in the anime yeah it's paced really well in the manga i feel like the reveal yeah the end the end was done better in the manga and they they do more with the characters that are there which blows my mind because it's like in the anime they had so much more time and and they spend so much time with like filler (laughs) they spent all of their time with the enemies yeah yeah but i mean like you know we're never gonna see those people again but you know like in the rest of the series but even demand did more in the finale of the manga than he did in the anime i was so shocked watching the anime and like realizing that the black moon clan like hardly like the the main four hardly do anything yeah for real they, 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 i'm just like okay all he does is like swoosh some wine in a glass right that's it that's the evilest thing this man has ever done clearly um, clearly that is an evil man only evil men like wine <laughs> <laughs> i mean you know, I was just saying that it would have been interesting to have Esmeralda and Black Lady play against each other. They didn't even have, like, Demont was there. Like, they didn't have them play against each other. You know? There there wasn't anything. Yeah. I don't even remember how Demont dies in the anime. Like, it's so weak. And it's so important to have established, like, the Chibiusa-Pluto relationship as being one of, like, mutual isolation. Yeah. And being able to relate to each other with that and to find comfort in each other as, like, as solitary companions. Yeah. Um, well, I feel like... As a person for Chibiusa to relate to. Yeah. And because of because they leave that out, I feel like they never, in the anime, I don't recall them ever really repairing the relationship between Pluto and Chibiusa. Because they had such a strong bond in the manga, and so she mattered more in the manga. 
But in the anime, Pluto, she doesn't matter at all, and they bring her back later, and she's still not a very prominent character. Like, when you think of the Outers, you think of uh, Uranus Uranus, and Neptune and and Saturn. Saturn is, um, she's kind of like the dark horse, though, you know? Well, I mean, that's the thing, because Pluto shows up four times. Like, she's Chibiusa's best friend, but only shows up four times in the anime. And one of those times, she's just, like, in the eye of Luna P, telling her to go back, like, she has to have past Sailor Moon save her mom. Um, and then in S, she shows up at the end, and she's not at all there in Super S, and then we're gonna get into, like, the fuckery that is Super S and stars in the anime way later, because that's a lot. Yeah. I'm, like, gesturing wildly with my arms. <laughs> and this is an audio medium. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Chibiusa, it's kind of it's kind of a mixed batch. Because sometimes they have things in the anime where they really do have some, like, good character development for her. Um, mm-hmm. And then other times they just kind of throw that out the window. So. Yeah. So, can you tell me what watching it in the new English stuff was like? Um, I like... Because I watched this sub. I, I like the modern English dub. I think it's, um... Yeah, I, I have no complaints. They've got, um, pretty good voices for everyone. Uh, Usagi's mm-hmm. voice... How is Chibiusa characterized? Um, I think it's the same as it is in Japanese. She's, she's, um... She's got a lot cuter voice than, than, when in, than the Deke version. So, um, she has, her, her voice is a, it's childlike. She has a childlike voice, which she should, because she's a child character. And it's not super shrill, um, except where I think she's supposed to be kind of on the annoying side, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think they overdo her, which is what I feel like was the problem in the old one, is it was, like, I know it's an animation, but they made it more cartoony, you know? Um, mm-hmm. I can tell with the the modern anime dub, they the modern Sailor Moon English dub, they were going for a little bit more of a naturalistic approach in the voice acting. Not saying it's totally natural, but much more than in the past where it was very cartoony and very exaggerated. And I, I think even... I. I would have to double check this, but I believe some of the voice actors came back, but like nobody sounds exactly the same because I think the the voice direction has improved a lot. Um, mm. But yeah, I, I, um, I think they did a good job with her considering what they had to work with, you know. Um, yeah. Again, she's she's very antagonistic to usagi but she's still just a little kid and i think they achieved that well do you think that if an american audience were to watch chibisa in english now Mm -hmm. would they still have the same kind of gut reaction that people had towards her back then uh no i don't think so um i re-watching this season I think a lot of the senshi, if you're just basing it off this season, a lot of the senshi are very unlikable because the way they treat Usagi. 
and the way they're very one-dimensional. Mm-hmm. Um, Shibuyusa, she has, I think she has some really cute moments. Um, so I don't think, because in the original version she was so annoying, any of her cute moments, I, I think people couldn't appreciate them. And now that they've kind of balanced that out a little bit, I think they'd be able to appreciate that more. Don't get me wrong. I still think there's people who would find her annoying because this is just, Mm -hmm. I feel like she premiered in the worst season and that, that has nothing to do with the voice, but I think a a lot of people hate R and they hate Super S and uh, they blame it on Shibisa because Shibisa, she features heavily in both of them. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like it's kind of like the, it's kind of like the Scrappy Doo phenomenon, where he's really not that bad of a character, but he was brought into a part of the show where it was already on the decline. You know, it's like no, mm-hmm. the show overall is bad at that point. It's not because Chibius is there, or not. It's not because Scrappy Doo is there. It's because everything around them is going wrong. You know. Yeah, and so. Uh, yeah. They get they get kind of blamed for that. But when you you isolate the character on their own and you look at them some other contexts and you can actually appreciate them a lot more. That's good. Like I was really curious about that just because you know, my friend really really hates Chibisa and I was like, I wonder if they watched the modern dub if they would still hate her as much. And I think, they would, I think they would, just because they don't like children. Oh, yeah. I think if they read the manga, if they're willing to do that, they would appreciate her more. But yeah, this is just a mm-hmm. bad season. And I, I don't know how anybody can really gain a strong appreciation from her just from this context alone. Yeah. She's a lot better in S. Yeah. From what I can remember. <laughs> it's been a while, and I haven't started watching it yet. Yeah. What is this? Is S the unicorn shenanigans, or is that Super no, S? That's Super oh. S. I like the unicorn shenanigans. No. We're gonna get there. Like it's Super S is weird. That's see, there's a trend. <laughs> it's, yeah, apparently it's a really weird season, and the really weird ones. Yeah. I, I tend to remember the best. The odd numbered seasons of Sailor Moon are all bad. <laughs> There are only five seasons, and the odd ones are not good. I I like the unicorn shenanigans. Not the odd ones, the even ones. Ah. Sorry. Is there anything else you want to say about Chibiusa? Um, you know, I feel like we talked about her a lot as the episodes went along, so it's it's hard to think of what mm-hmm. to say that that wouldn't be just rehashing. You know, um, mm-hmm. she's a good character. I like her. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing. Uh what they do with her as the series improves. I know she's got some really mm-hmm. great mo- moments in the movies. Um, mm-hmm. And that's, uh, I, I, I can't wait to see her in a better light. Cause she, it's, it's a rough start for yeah. this one. <laughs> I really wish the anime had shown more of her trauma instead of like her being lighthearted and kind of mischievous mm-hmm. because that ties so well into the next series. And it would have made her a lot more relatable or at least more tolerable to be like, this is a child who's really messed up. Yeah. You know, like they never really address all of 
the terrible things that happened to Chibiusa. Yeah. You know, like, no, like, it's kind of mentioned, like, yeah, she had a hard life, and it's, like, Robot came in DD and, like, being like, yeah, my daughter had a rough time of it. Whatevs. Yeah. It's like, okay. Sorry, it's hard to believe you as we're standing in your castle in the middle of your utopian <clears throat> landscape. They're not in a utopian landscape. Well, not when they get there, but, like, the world is utopian until the bad guys come, you know? Right. It's, like, it's just, it's a lot. It's, it's a lot. I don't, I don't like the way. Yeah, I just don't think the anime gave Chibiusa a good shot. No, I like Chibiusa in the manga. Right. This is a very poor introduction for her in the anime. It's very confusing. Mm-hmm. They've had a lot of weird choices. I was getting emotional whiplash every episode. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> but Chibiusa also gets to count a dinosaur among her friends, so that's pretty. Yeah, cool. that was fun. <laughs> I just, like. I mean, yeah. if you ignore the fact that Ray's friends uh, grossly <clears throat> disrespected her boundaries, that episode is really fun. Yeah. You know, anime Chibisa has something over manga Chibisa. Yeah. She has a dinosaur She's friend. She's friends with a dinosaur and its mom. And in the end, isn't that all that really matters? <laughs> I mean, look, in that moment I was like... I think I hate Chibiusa because <laughs> I want a dinosaur friend. <laughs> well, I have a spin-off series. Like, well, I have a spin-off series where they, they abandon Chibiusa and she just lives on the open seas with the dinosaur and the dinosaur mom and they have adventures. Chibiusa goes back to the future and is like, we have to go to this specific spot because I have to find the descendants of Nessie. Right, <laughs> right. The future, um, the future is full of dinosaurs. Future is full of dinosaurs. Like, Mamori gets Chibiusa a dinosaur book, and she's like, how come there's no more dinosaurs? And so, like, he and Neo-Queen Serenity go to, like, all of the museums and start, like, reviving fossils. Start bioengineering them. <laughs> They're just like, Ami, Ami, you don't have anything to do, right? She's like, I think you're confused about what kind of doctor I am. <laughs> Whatever, you're smart. Like you can find the right one. You're the smart one. Do it. Work on it, Ami. You've seen Jurassic Park and her whole reaction be like, yes, you have also seen Ju- Did you miss the message of the movie? Yeah, we know the message. Don't use anyway. frogs. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do carnivores. Duh. Yeah. Anyway, thanks for listening. You can find us on Twitter at Oshiokiopod or contact us through email at Oshiokiothepodcast at gmail.com. All that information is in our show notes. Thank you to Barbara Daly for the use of her artwork. Please rate and review us wherever you find us or Sukini Goate Oshiokio! Oshiokio.